It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors, like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream, are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings, or the midnight munchies, yeah, You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Ejected. (laughs) Lady. Wow. For heckling LeBron James. All of a sudden, now I'm getting kicked out. Excuse me, I have courtside seats that I paid for. Why they're calling her Courtside Karen. Then, Blizzard Baby. Special delivery in the front seat. Plus, tips on how to get your car out of a mountain of snow. And... No more cheers. The safe way to root for your Super Bowl team in the pandemic. Plus... Voyage of the Damned, one year later. I can't believe it. Never before seen video of the pandemic crisis on board the cruise ship. We had nowhere to go. We were definitely prisoners. How it changed the passengers' lives forever. Then, Congresswoman AOC. What she says happened to her on the day of the insurrection. All of a sudden, I hear... Plus, people obsessed with watching YouTube videos of strangers cleaning their own homes. It's motivating. It makes them feel like getting up and cleaning or organizing. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It's a big deal to get to attend an NBA game these days. Only nine teams are allowing even a small number of fans into the arena. And a critical rule is keep your mask on. Well, after one fan heckled LeBron James and then pulled her mask down, security guards stepped in and removed her. And now, courtesy of LeBron, she's got a nickname, Courtside Karen. She's being called Courtside Karen after getting into a heated courtside exchange with LeBron James. <laughs> Lady, wow. The refs even had to stop the game between the Lakers and the Hawks in Atlanta. On social media, the basketball great dubbed her Courtside Karen, and the name has really taken off on social media. Just got kicked out of the game for talking Her real name is Juliana Carlos, and she and her husband and two others got the boot. Before the game, she posted video showing her posing courtside wearing a mask. Don't talk to my husband like that! But during the verbal altercation with LeBron, her mask came down. You can hear a security guard talk to her. Once she got kicked out, she was still livid. Listen, let me tell you, LeBron James looked at my husband during the game and cussed him out, and I stood up and I go, don't talk to my husband. Talk to my husband one more time and I will you up. So who is she? Hello everyone, welcome back to my channel. She does online makeup tutorials. I hope you enjoyed it. 
And she sure likes luxury items. Her Louis Vuitton Python pocketbook costs $10,000. She said the only TV she watches is The Real Housewives. Fans were only allowed back to Hawks games starting last week, but only 1,688 fans per game, or 10% of capacity. After the game, LeBron did not think ejection from the arena was necessary. There was a back and forth between two grown men. You know, we said our piece, he said his piece, I said my piece. And then when someone else jumped into it and, and, and said their piece. Um, but I didn't, I didn't think they were... You know, she's been kicked out. This <laughs> lady. Wow. LeBron also expressed concern for the referees who got close to the woman when she was yelling with her mask down, saying he hopes that they're okay. The snowstorm of 2021 will go down in the record books as one of the biggest ever, but the family of this little girl will remember it for a very different reason than the massive amounts of snow that hit the Northeast. She entered the world just as the storm was blowing through, and though mom and dad tried really hard, they weren't quite at the hospital by the time she arrived. Stephen Fabian has details. She's a real-life snow angel. Baby Molly was born in the front seat of her parents' car during the monster snowstorm. Mom, Caitlin Vakina and her husband, David, got as far as the hospital entrance, but the baby wouldn't wait. I just told my wife, look, don't worry about it. You know, when you got to push, you push. I'm here to catch. And, you know, four pushes later, what seemed like an eternity, but was probably less than a minute, um, she ended up pushing out this beautiful little girl. Dr. Teresa Adams rushed outside Bacchus Hospital in Connecticut to take care of the baby. I was worried about the cold. I really wanted to get the baby inside as soon as we could just to make sure that she was warm. Within 20 minutes, they were upstairs in a warm delivery room, you know, snuggling with their newborn. Also in Connecticut, these firefighters used an extendable ladder to rescue two men whose truck skidded into a pond. Across the region, nearly 100 million Americans experienced an epic snowstorm for the ages. This car made its way through a river of slush. With three feet of snow in some parts of the Northeast, home improvement expert Skip Fidel showed us a new high-tech snowblower that operates by battery instead of the old-fashioned way, gasoline. This is the Tesla of snowballs. It really is. The idea is that it has all the power and all the performance of these big, heavy-duty gas-powered machines, but without any of the fuss, without any of the noise or exhaust fumes. Many woke up to find their cars buried in a mountain of snow, like AAA's Robert Sinclair. There are tips on how to dig yourself out of the mess efficiently and safely. The most important thing when you have a lot of blowing and drifting snow is to clear the tailpipe, because a lot of people will jump in their vehicles, start it up, they want to warm up the vehicle, warm up themselves a little bit, and the snow can block the pipe, sending the fumes back inside the cabin of the vehicle. Other tips, remove the snow from your vehicle completely. Stretch before you start digging out. Use kitty litter for traction. You start rolling, it'll bite into this okay. and pull you right out. Woohoo! We did it, Robert! Every year in America, more than 11,000 people are treated in emergency rooms for injuries related to snow shoveling. So be careful out there. A sobering message today from the CDC. COVID deaths are higher than they were earlier in the pandemic, and they are expected to grow. So the agency is giving some pretty strict guidelines regarding the Super Bowl. When your team scores, try not to shout for safety reasons. But can sports fans really keep it down? Jim Murray reports. 
The CDC is telling fans at this Sunday Super Bowl parties, don't cheer. To avoid turning Super Bowl parties into super spreaders, the CDC says avoid chanting or cheering, stomp, clap, or bring handheld noisemakers instead. But is it at all possible that fans will be able to contain themselves during the excitement of the big game? Don't scream and yell, use noisemakers, stomp on the floor, stomp on tables. Yeah. Is that realistic? That kind of doesn't make much sense, right? The danger from Super Bowl parties is real. We should be prepared for these more contagious variants to take hold, to start spreading exponentially. And so therefore, the, our biggest defense is to get as many vaccines into arms as possible. We need as much herd immunity as we can possibly have right now. There was uproar today after actor Jeff Goldblum posted this photo to Instagram. I got my first dose of the vaccine through the L.A. County Department of Health. Life uh, finds a way. It looked as if the 68-year-old actor was vaccinated in his own backyard. What followed was a blizzard of attacks on social media. The rich find a way and disgraceful, no longer a fan. But look, that nurse is not holding a syringe. Goldblum's wife, Emily, posted this picture of Jeff was getting tested, not vaccinated. And remember the nurse who fainted minutes after getting the vaccine back in December? I'm sorry. Now Tiffany Dover has become the target of conspiracy theorists who claim she actually died. The Chattanooga Hospital, where Tiffany works, posted images of her back at work to assure everyone she was doing fine. But the false conspiracy claims won't go away. Now a family member is defiantly posting, Tiffany is alive and fine. It was the cruise dubbed the Voyage of the Damned because early in the days of the pandemic, passengers remained trapped on board because of an outbreak. Now, one year later, some of those passengers are reliving a vacation that went very wrong. It was known as the Voyage of the Damned. It started as a dream vacation, a 15-day cruise to Hawaii, but turned into a nightmare aboard the Grand Princess. The ship became ground zero at a time when the COVID-19 pandemic was only just beginning to grip the world. All 2,600 passengers were ordered to stay in their cabins. We had nowhere to go. We couldn't. We were definitely prisoners. Monica Actor was on the voyage last February with her parents. She documented what life was like when the ship went into quarantine. Guests should remain in their staterooms for the remainder of the cruise. We will then transition to having all future meals delivered by room service. She was only allowed out of her cabin once. Here's her joyful reunion with her parents on deck. Were you worried at any point that you were not going to get off that ship alive? Yeah, I was. The ship circled for five days off the coast of San Francisco before finally being allowed to dock in Oakland. 115 people tested positive for COVID. Six died, including retired firefighter Michael Doherty, who was celebrating his 40th anniversary with his wife, Susan. I don't know how sick he was, but he wasn't getting any better. For days, Susan said she pleaded with the ship's doctors to examine her husband. He was not with us. He could not answer his name. He couldn't answer his birth date. He just had a blank look when you talk to him. Michael was finally allowed off the ship to an ambulance waiting for him, but it would be the last time Susan saw him alive. He kept waving for me to get on the ambulance with him and I couldn't. It was really, really hard to not 
hold his hand or be with him. Susan has filed a wrongful death suit against Princess Cruises. She believes they didn't do enough to protect passengers. We wouldn't have gotten on the ship if it was going to risk our lives. Princess Cruise Lines tell us they can't comment on litigation, but say their response to the pandemic has been focused on the well-being of their guests and their crew. Other news today, when actress Evan Rachel Wood testified before Congress three years ago about surviving sexual abuse, no one knew who her alleged attacker was. Well, now we know. It was rocker Marilyn Manson, and the actress says it started when she was in her late teens. And now that she's named her alleged abuser, the rocker's record label has dropped him. It's a video of Westworld actress Evan Rachel Wood speaking before the House Judiciary Committee three years ago. While I was tied up in being beaten and being told unspeakable things, I truly felt like I could die. Nobody knew then that the 33-year-old Golden Globe winner was talking about her relationship with rocker Marilyn Manson. Wood described disturbing details of the alleged abusive relationship. Toxic mental, physical, and sexual abuse, which started slow but escalated over time, including threats against my life, severe gaslighting and brainwashing, waking up to the man that claimed to love me, raping what he believed to be my unconscious body. At the time, she did not name her alleged abuser, but this week, she did. The name of my abuser is Brian Warner, also known to the world as Marilyn Manson, she wrote on Instagram. He started grooming me when I was a teenager and horrifically abused me for years. Wood and Manson went public with their relationship in 2007. She was just 19. He was 38. They were briefly engaged. An interview he gave shortly after they broke up is shocking. I have fantasies every day about smashing her skull in with a sledgehammer, he was quoted as saying. Following Wood's claims, at least four other women have come forward publicly with their own experiences of abuse, allegedly by Manson. Today, the controversial rocker is denying the allegations, calling them horrible distortions of reality, and said his relationships have always been entirely consensual. I truly felt like I could die. And Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez admits that she, too, is a survivor of sexual assault. And she's speaking candidly, saying the trauma of the January 6th assault on the Capitol revived memories of her earlier trauma. All of a sudden, I hear boom, 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 boom on my door. It's the moment the congresswoman known as AOC says she thought she was going to die, hiding in her office bathroom as a raging mob stormed the Capitol. I have never been quieter in my entire life. I hide behind my door like this, like I'm here, and the bathroom door starts going like this, and I just hear, where is she? Where is she? 150,000 Instagram followers watched AOC relive the terror of that day that she says left her shaken to the core. Some in the mob were going from office to office, hunting specific lawmakers. Nancy Pelosi and AOC in particular. One insurrectionist, Gareth Miller from Texas, tweeted, assassinate AOC. And I just start to hear these yells of, where is she? Where is she? And I just thought to myself, they got inside. 
Thankfully, that man turned out and to be so a Capitol I, I police officer looking for her to like evacuate. This. AOC says the trauma of that day brought the memory of another horrific experience rushing back, something she has never spoken publicly about. I'm a survivor of sexual assault. Um, and I haven't told many people that in my life. Um, but when we go through trauma, trauma compounds on each other. Back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, dead from lung cancer, but he never smoked. How is that possible? He's not alone. Most shocking news I have ever received in my life. Plus, people obsessed with watching YouTube videos of strangers cleaning their own homes. It's motivating. It makes them feel like getting up and cleaning or organizing. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. The death of Saved by the Bell actor Dustin Diamond just three weeks after he was diagnosed with cancer continues to reverberate. He was only 44. The cause was lung cancer, the nation's leading cause of cancer death. We usually associate that with smoking, but it turns out many victims, like Diamond, never smoked. How could it be like Dustin Diamond? This woman is a non-smoker. Yet, like the late Saved by the Bell actor, Mandy Pike was diagnosed with lung cancer. It was the most shocking news I have ever received in my life. I didn't even know you could get lung cancer if you weren't a smoker. The 33-year-old mother of three says she went to the doctor after a persistent cough. She thought, you know, on site that I had bronchitis. And I ended up in the emergency room and they thought, Potentially, it was pneumonia. But a scan diagnosed lung cancer. I thought potentially it had a lot to do with secondhand smoke exposure or maybe some other type of exposure I wasn't aware of when I was younger, growing up, and it turned out to be a genetic mutation. According to a recent study, 12% of lung cancer patients are non-smokers. We don't understand all the causes, but we think there are things like secondhand exposure, uh, pollutants and in-house cooking with high temperatures and a lot of uh, aerosolized oils potentially can lead to never smoking related lung cancer. Dustin Diamond, who played Screech on the teen cult classic, died three weeks after being diagnosed with terminal lung cancer. He was a non-smoker. Diamond reportedly believed that he may have gotten lung cancer from breathing mold and asbestos in cheap hotels he stayed in. I think it does serve as sort of a wake-up call that we're seeing more cases of lung cancer in people who never smoked. Diamond is survived only by his father. His girlfriend was with him when he died. When we come back, why people are obsessed with strangers cleaning their homes. Celebrating the joy of cleaning. Who knew watching complete strangers clean their homes would be so popular? But for some reason, videos like these, many with the action sped up, are going viral. The joy of watching other people clean goes this New York Times story. It's motivating. It makes them feel like getting up and cleaning or organizing. They feel that inspiration to just get up and get moving. Mom of three, Jessica Tull from Orlando has half a million subscribers on YouTube. I thought maybe if I start a YouTube channel, I could make some friends. Amanda Page started making cleaning videos to deal with postpartum 
postpartum depression. I have basically the entire main floor done. She and her husband Kyle can't believe she now has 300,000 subscribers. It started as a hobby and then has just turned into so much more. The cleaning videos definitely seem to be the ones that people really connected with. When we come back, hugging it out. Finally today, what the world needs now. Sometimes you just need a hug. You okay? Yeah. You hug. And just like that, these little buddies hug it out. That's what friends are for. Need hugs. So cute. And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.